Hello and welcome to the Fetties Community Podcast channel. This episode is about the very real difference bursaries at Fetties make to all those who receive them. My name's Nicola Pickevans and I'm Director of Development. I'm delighted to share short interviews with three special guests, the college burster Peter Werlich, 2017 Lever from College East Sophie Cullis and Jeremy Beaton, who left Carrington in 1971. So without further ado, I shall kick things off with the bursar. So I'm very pleased to be joined by Peter Werlich, the bursar of Fetty's College. Um, the clues in the name, as bursar, he oversees the whole process of bursaries at Fetty's. So it's great to get his perspective on this. So Peter, thanks for joining us. And um, I'm going to start off by asking, why do you think that 100% bursaries to attend Fetty's matter so much? Well, Nicola, first of all, thank you very much for allowing me on to this podcast. And you have certainly have started with a, a very key question that I'm asked often. Schools are all very different, uh, in my view. Parents work hard to look at the right school for their child. And that is as true for those who can't afford the fees at FETIS as it is for those who can. So it seems entirely appropriate that we are able to welcome those parents who have spent a long time looking at the right school for their child to FETIS, whether or not they are able to afford the fees at the school. That's great, thank you. Um, and what difference do philanthropic donations towards bursaries make to the recipients and to their families? Well, I think, in one word, immeasurable. I, in my position as bursar, I'm so fortunate to be able to see their faces, witness their reactions um, of these families who receive bursaries. And it is, it is a very privileged place to be, I have to say, when, when you're able to change people's lives in the way they, they feel you have. But more importantly, it's lovely to be able to watch those young people develop over their time at FETIS and really embrace all that the school seems to have to offer. And, and that, that is a very special place as a, as a bursar, and I feel is really echoed in the, the sheer uh, gratitude that is expressed, not to me, just through me, on behalf of, of the parents, um, which I pass back to whoever I feel appropriate, and, and largely those are the, the donors that, about whom we, we speak so often. That's great, thank you. And in, in your job, obviously it's very difficult um, because you have lots more applications than, than you have places, but do you want to just give us a little bit of background about how the bursaries are funded and how they're awarded? Well, yes, I mean, that, that is in some respects both the best and the worst part of the, the job. Um, we would love to be able to support absolutely everybody, um, but the reality is we, we can't. And the reason for that is we do have uh, more um, applications for support than we have funds available. So what we typically look at is in as much as we um, respect the parents for having looked at the schools and made sure that they, they think this is the right decision. So we also look at the child and see whether we believe that child will really benefit from and uh, embrace everything that, that FETIS has to offer. It's, it's a two-way um, two process, very much so. We feel, we feel we do the job reasonably well, and certainly those students who, who do um, win bursaries demonstrate that um, we have picked people who, who fully engage in everything that the school is about. And um, it is a difficult task, however, to say no to those who ultimately can't be successful, but it is a, a fact of life, sadly. 
In terms of how bursaries are funded, um, a significant proportion of that funding comes from the very, very generous um, donations from so many members of the community for which we are extremely grateful. And, and to be honest, without which we couldn't really deliver the, the quality and extent of bursary provision we do. And as I say, we are extraordinarily grateful to those, all, all of those um, members of the community who do give so willingly. Thank you, Peter. That's certainly a sentiment that's echoed by many colleagues at Bettles. And we are also terribly grateful to um, bursary donors and delighted that so many people in our community support such an important aspect of life here. Is there anything else you'd like to add at this point? Well, yes, I think there is. And, and this is an important point. Um, I know, we all know that um, individuals have the opportunity who, who can give, have many options, many opportunities to donate funds. And I know that many, many donors will, will feel they want to be doing some good in, in those donations. I just wanted to reassure anybody who is considering giving money to FETIS that there is no better, better way, in my view, of making a huge difference to someone's life than offering the opportunity to a young person to go through an education like FETIS. And I, I wouldn't want anyone to think that it wasn't a huge difference that was being made by the donation they were making. Well, yes, that's never a truer word, actually. I mean, it's just wonderful that we have this support and I'm very grateful to you for your time today and for everything you do to make the bursary process at FETI's um, so carefully managed and so well led. So thank you very much. Now we will hear from Sophie. I'm delighted to be joined by Sophie Cullis, today. She's joining us all the way from the USA and she was at FETI's between 2012 and 2017 in College East. Thanks Sophie for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me, I really appreciate it. That's not a problem. Now I'm going to ask you a few questions and um, so you can share some of your um, thoughts and memories with our audience and the first one is tell us a little bit about what you've been up to since you left school. Well <laughs> Wow, it's, I think it was four years ago now since I left left Fetties in 2017. Um, well, obviously I, I graduated, um, was in a bit of a, a flurry. I didn't really know what I was going to do. I got my IB results. I nearly thought about changing unis, um, but I ended up going to Durham um, and studying English literature and history, um, joined honours, and I was there for three years. And I did a lot of theatre and sports at Durham, which I think I definitely credit to Fetties, a lot of it. Um, I wanted to make friends quickly and I know that that's a really great way to do so. And then since then I um, applied in my final year of Durham to Columbia Uni um, in New York. Uh, and now I'm doing a master's in history and politics at Columbia. So I'm sitting in New York right now, um, which honestly, if you told me that in 2017, I would never have thought so. <laughs> That sounds brilliant, um, Sophie. <laughs> so good. Well done, you. Now, um, you mentioned there that credit to Fetis for the sport and the drama. What impact overall has Fetis education had on your life, do you think? Well, <laughs> I think that right now, without without having gone to Fetis, I probably wouldn't be in New York right now being partaking in this podcast because the opportunity to go to Fetis really opened up my horizons. It met, it introduced me to people from an international background. It shows you that kind of 
the sky and beyond is the limit. You're pushed not to just do academics, but to do extracurriculars and to look further than that. Thanks, Sophie. That's wonderful. Now, you were on a bursary at Betty's, and I'd just like to ask you, why do you think the bursaries to, to attend Betty's matter so much? Well, I think bursaries are so important because they give kids like me, who probably wouldn't have been able to go to such a good school such as Fetty's, um, the opportunity to kind of flourish and really thrive in an environment where they would thrive and they would otherwise not have the opportunity to do so. Um, and for me, it's not just about academics because, I mean, there are lots of schools in the UK that are fantastic for academics, but it's more about kind of the all-rounded experience of being in Edinburgh, being in a historic city, um, being offered the ability to play lacrosse, tennis, sports, the music department's fantastic. And I mean, for me personally, um, Fatty's really introduced me to the academics that I love. And one of my history teachers, I developed a really strong relationship with her um, over the past five years I was at Fatty's, which influenced my studying now, I think. I think because you get the ability to board, you really learn to develop really great relationships with your peers and with your teachers. I think a lot of kids won't have the opportunities at other schools and they get that at Fatty's. I think, I mean, I remember the, the the mad rush when I was, I think, 12, 13 of looking at boarding schools and a lot of them didn't have the funds to offer bursaries. And my mum was in such a stress worrying where I'd go to school. And she really wanted me to go to boarding school because I loved sports and music. And when Fetty's obviously offered me a large bursary, it was like life, it was completely life changing for my father and my mother. And actually, my younger brother was offered a bursary as well. So he's he finished a couple of years ago. So for both of us. We still speak fondly about our memories of Fetty's and we both know that we had bursaries and we're incredibly appreciative. So I think it's really important. Thank you. So Sophie, can I ask you, you must have loads of them, but what are some of your best memories of school? Oh, I, I have so many um, great memories of school, of school. I think my parents are sick and tired of me still speaking about school, being 22. <laughs> um, but I mean, kind of house football, which happened, I think, every term when we'd all kind of chant and cheer and we'd be together as a house and the traditions. I was in chapel choir and I absolutely loved, I mean, the rehearsals in the morning during chapel were quite, quite hard and strenuous. But Sunday chapel, when you got to be in your formals and you're with your friends and you were there seven to eight and it was really just a kind of out of body experience every Sunday and having the opportunity was great. I think. Um, congregation congas we called it um, on Saturday morning singing the hymns I think you forget when you leave school how nice it is to sing as kind of hundreds of people it's it's so it's it's incredible and the music and the drama and being in plays with Mr Bodkoma and my friends it's so fun I mean I continued my theatre throughout Durham I did a lot of directing and acting and it definitely is because I just loved the kind of camaraderie from acting and obviously just being in dorm with my friends um, and having kind of a sleepover every night for five years was great. I, <laughs> you really just don't, you really like, you just become such good, so, so close with your peers and the girls you live with. So, and obviously all the activity weeks I loved doing canoeing um, and DV. We kind of, I think my team, we did, we canoed from Fort William across um, Scotland and it was incredible. We had quite a few traumatic experiences with geese, I have to say, and sleeping, <laughs> but it was it was a really, really great experience. So there's many more, but I would be, it would be a 40 minute podcast or longer. <laughs> oh, 
Sophie, I, I hear you on so many of those things. For me, <laughs> when I joined Betty's as a member of staff uh, nearly six years ago, the thing that I loved the most when I first joined was the ability to go to chapel and sing with hundreds of people. So I yeah. get you there. <laughs> Love it. Really Thank great. you so much. Now, there's one, one final question I have for you. And is there anything on this podcast you'd like to take the opportunity to say to the many, many people who have donated and still donate to um, bursaries at Betty's College? Well, <laughs> I, I don't think I can put into words how grateful I am to have had the opportunity to attend Betty's. I think you can't really quantify in words the, the way you feel of people that are so selfless and have contributed to supporting children that wouldn't have had the opportunity to attend such a school. Um, but for me, without the bursary donors, I wouldn't have gone to Fetties. I wouldn't have made the friends I had. I probably genuinely wouldn't have been in New York. Even now, when I go to London, I'm going to be living with a couple of friends from Fetties, two of my really close girlfriends, um, four years on. So, I mean... I'm incredibly, incredibly thankful. And I think it's such an important thing to, to donate and to support children that wouldn't have the opportunity to, to do so. Um, so yeah, I thank you so much. <laughs> That's lovely, Sophie, thank you so much. And I've just got one final question. What's next for you? Oh, what's next? <laughs> um, well, I graduate in December, so it's an 18 month masters. And then I'm, hopefully going well I'm going to do the law conversion in January and then hopefully going to qualify for the bar and become a barrister so that's kind of my my long-term plan so we'll be back to London and maybe in the future as well I qualify for the New York bar and then be between New York and London which is kind of my ideal scenario so year more of education but I don't really mind I think Covid slowed everything down so I'm happy to be in school again um, that's, ab- that's absolutely marvellous and I wish you all the very best finishing your master's and on your journey towards the bar and I'm sure the bar won't know what's hit it so well <laughs> done and thank you thank very you. much for taking part today and finally from Jeremy welcome Jeremy I'm really delighted you can join us thank you so much for that Now, you've had a glittering career in civil engineering and project management that's taken you all over the world delivering many of the world's greatest bridges and airports and buildings, and culminating in a fantastic role as Director General of the London 2012 Olympic and Paralympic Games. So what impact did your education at FETIS have on your life? How did it get you started? Well, um, I often tell prospective clients that in the first 10% of their project programme, they commit 90% of the project costs. I think it's the same with life. Those formative teenage years set all the rules for you. They set your standards and they point you in the right direction. And uh, I think the, the, the good thing about FETIS is it sort of it planned to succeed and it encouraged everybody to try and succeed. Uh, and I always remember the motto, industria. I think that's good. You know, in, industrious, hard work, the B. That's me. (laughs) Great, thank you. Now, I understand your uh, connections with Fetty's carried on after you left school. And did you not meet your wife through your Fetty's connection? Yes. So um, a guy who was in Carrington House with me, Michael Robertson, is the guilty party. And uh, one day we were both running along a street in Glasgow he was coming up to a corner and I was coming up to the corner and we literally bounced off each other. And uh, 
anyway, from there, it went to, he started sharing a flat with me. And from there, it was one Saturday, hey, it's Kamem in Edinburgh, let's go. And so uh, off we went and stood on the uh, uh, other side of a uh, big side uh, to watch the rugby match. And there were these girls standing next to us. And uh, Mike knew some of them. I didn't know any of them, but it was raining. And I have to admit to wearing an Afghan coat, which if you know Afghan coats and rain, it makes you stink like an old goat. Anyway, these girls are very disparaging to me. <laughs> and I uh, gave as good as I got. But anyway, we sort of, we chatted on and we went and had a drink. And what do you know, nine months later, I was married. <laughs> That's brilliant. Now, you were on a bursary to attend Fetties back in the yes. late 60s and early 70s. And I just wanted to have a chat with you about that. Why do you think that bursaries are so important? Why do they matter so much? <clears throat> well, um, you know, the brutal truth today is that five years of fees pre-tax must be about £400,000. That's a big investment in somebody. And, uh, you know, at those sort of levels, Fetis has got to deliver because your reputation uh, is maintained by the standards of education that you deliver and uh, how you maintain yourself and uh, that you have a sort of a, a good broad spectrum of uh, pupils, students there of all race, religion, culture, abilities, and therefore the ability of FETIs to open its doors to those who are less financially fortunate, I think allows you to maintain that standard of uh, uh, identity in the market. So it's, a, you know, it's an important thing to do. Anyway, and at school and universities, you know, you make your friends for life. And, you know, the ability of a place like Fetis to bring people together from all over the world, doesn't matter where you're from, what you did. Once you're there, who you are or where you came from actually is not so important. It's what you make yourself and what the school makes of you that's important. Um, now, you are very generously planning to give back to Fetis. Um, and I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about that and about your motivations behind what you were planning to do. I can't quite remember how it started. But anyway, I think it was with Michael Spence at the time. And I'm not sure I can really improve on what I said to Michael all those years ago, that someone I will never know helped fund my education. And in return, therefore, you know, I've given a commitment to the school that I will uh, leave a legacy, which at some point in the future will fund someone's education that I will never know. Funding the education of people in the future has to be sustainable. And uh, that will support the school in what it's seeking to achieve and will help maintain its identity and all the good stuff that's going on today as it started 150 years ago. Thanks, Jeremy, that's great. Now, before, we, before you leave us, is there anything else you'd like to share with those who are listening in today? Well, I would like those that can to join me in supporting your scholarship and bursary funds um, and to you know, make a, a commitment 
to allow it to be sustained and do good things for as many students as possible. Well, you can't say fairer than that, Jeremy. Thank you so much. I'm extremely grateful to all my guests for giving up their time to talk to me on this podcast. Support for bursary is a huge investment for FETIs, and that's why it remains a priority for the FETIs Foundation to increase philanthropic support towards transformational 100% bursaries. There's no doubt that we couldn't achieve all we do without gifts towards this priority from many, many donors. And I wanted to take this opportunity to thank everyone who supported us. It's my hope that many more members of our warm and generous community will support 100% bursaries in the future. And I'd be delighted to speak with anyone who'd like to learn more about this. You can get in touch by emailing foundation at fetis.com or telephoning 0131 241-1003. Bursaries make a huge difference to deserving, ambitious and inspiring children. Please do support us if you can. And thank you very much for listening. <laughs>